The Dark Watchers is the name given to a group of entities in California folklore, purportedly seen observing travelers along the Santa Lucia Mountains. The Dark Watchers are described as tall, sometimes giant-sized, featureless, dark silhouettes, often adorned with brim hats and walking sticks. They are most often reported to be seen in the hours around twilight and dawn. They are said to be motionlessly watching travelers from the horizon along the Santa Lucia mountain range. According to legend, no one has seen one up close, and if someone were to approach them, they disappear. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? That's right. This is your boy, Play B. I got my host, Nick, with me. This is the Grimcast. How you doing over hey, there, brother? Oh, doing pretty good. How much is Oh, man? man, you know, it's just been a long week, as as you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know, we're going to make it through, man. We got to go through to get to, I guess, uh, that old adage. Anyway, oh, yeah. Anyway, so what would you think of that little intro there? That was that was me hey, trying man, to be creepy, you know? Slick. It wasn't too bad? No, I, I liked it. Um, <laughs> and the thing about this topic is I don't even, I've never even heard of this. So. You've never um, heard of the Dark dark Watchers? No, sir. Oh, man. Well, that was pretty much it in a nutshell there. But, I mean, if we could jump right into it. Before we do that, though, uh, I'm excited to, to announce our Facebook page uh, that we're getting going. Um, I don't think it's been published yet because we got to iron out a couple wrinkles. Uh, me, for one, don't know how to spell. So, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, once all that gets ironed out, I'm just waiting for Facebook to approve the, the name change, and then we're good to go, man. But... Uh, uh, um, other than that, is there anything you want to add before we get into this? Before we get into the meat and potatoes, as they say. Um, not much other than you know. Thanks for checking out the first episode, and let's, let's keep it rolling. Yeah, man. All right. Well, the story goes as far as uh, I understand it. It's uh, for about uh, for hundreds of years now. People have looked up in the in the hazy peaks of California's. Santa Lucia Mountains, and and the thing about the Santa Lucia Mountains is uh, that's some of the biggest mountain ranges here in California. Um, but they, you know they've seen tall, cloaked figures staring back at them, um, roughly around you know dusk and dawn and all that crazy stuff. Um, so how would you feel, you know, maybe cruising or or walking down, you know, in some trails, and you look up and you see these. Big ass silhouettes just looking back at you, man. I mean, like, can you imagine what that'd be like um, watching that as they're watching you? You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that it would definitely be an eerie feeling. I mean, especially being you know, out on a hike, you know, you never know what's out there. And just to kind of come across that. But that also, you know, that kind of makes me think, like, is that the human mind? Right fabricating something that's not there yeah you know i was wondering the same thing too because I, I i know uh in the summer i like to go out in trails and trails and hike as much as i can um and i noticed when when at least for me anyway when i'm out in 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 the wilderness i'm doing air quotes here um i've noticed that all my senses are heightened you know like i'm more aware for whatever reason i don't know if it's just uh, been genetically coded in us when we're somewhere that we're not familiar with that we, we all our sentences automatically heighten so I, I always like always wondered that I always had that feeling of being watched and I always thought oh maybe maybe it's a cougar or you know some other animal watching me stalking me if you will but I think that's exactly. just yeah I think that's just um, ingrained within us it's a survival thing um, but you know um, the, when the Spanish came to to California um, 
what were the natives actually um, had stories about these watchers that go back centuries, but it, it was the, na- uh, the, the, the Spanish people when they came, uh, they're the ones that actually started reporting on it and writing back home about it and stuff. And so I, I thought it was pretty interesting. And, you know, <clears throat> for me, when I would be out and I've never been to the Santa Lucia mountains, so let's not even pretend that, but, um, you know, like, I, I don't know if you've ever been on a nature hike or, or on a day on a day, uh, hike, uh, every little twig, every little leaf, every little step, you know, it's, it's like, what is that? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's always like crap. And, and then you do feel like you're being watched, but to look up into the, into the horizon and see something staring back at you, man, uh, that got to be pretty crazy. So you know exactly. when the when the Spanish arrived in the 1700s, they've been calling uh, they've been calling the apparition los vigilantes escudos, which literally just translates to the dark watchers. You know, um, okay, yeah. So the San Francisco Gate uh, managing editor uh, Katie, I don't know, I'm gonna butcher his last name, Dowd D O W D. How in the hell would you say that? Dowd. 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 Did you hear me? Damn, someone didn't graduate. <laughs> uh, wrote an article. Uh, as the Anglo-American settlers began uh, staking claims in the region, they too felt the sensation of being watched from the hills. And like I said, mm-hmm. the, the Native Americans in that area have, uh, you know, known of these entities. Now, it, according to to what I've read, I don't know if it's uh, something specific to California specifically, um, but I'm curious to know, like, let's say in the Appalachian Mountains or, you know, you got all these other mountain ranges that, that have, you know, high peaks and, and stuff. I wonder if other people have felt similar things or seen similar things out there. Um, what is your take on it all? Do you think it's um, fabricated in our mind um, as, as just, you know, maybe, you know, there's a word out there. I forget what it is, but, you know, like we're automatically drawn to seeing faces into things. Do you think mm. this is similar to that or? Um, yeah, I feel like it, it kind of falls upon what I was saying earlier. Like maybe it's it's the human mind fabricating something that's not there, you know, just to kind of heighten that sense in case, you know, there is a predator on watch. Because, you know, relatively not that long ago, we weren't as safe as we are now. Right. So I think that's, you know, like you had said earlier, I think that's kind of a survival mechanism that our brains have developed but for it to be reported for as long as it has i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude i mean well even like that editor uh uh, dowd according to dowd um they're saying that it's merely a figment of the of the observer's um pattern seeking minds right in other words Mm -hmm. it's a classic case of Pareidolia, that's the word I couldn't think of, which is a, a physical phenomenon in which the observer's brain finds patterns or significance in a vague or random image, right? So that's kind of what we were discussing earlier when we were talking about seeing faces or, or even just seeing patterns because, you know, the, I, I, the human brain is very good at noticing patterns or, or when there's uh, something missing or, or not right about a pattern. Uh, I'm not sure if you ever noticed that. You could just be driving and you could see, you know, like a pattern on a wall or something. You can pick something out of it that's like, whoa, that's not supposed to be there. I mean, I know I've done mm-hmm. it. A lot of us do that. So that I guess the word that I couldn't think of earlier is called pareidolia, uh, which is good to know. I guess we know something. You know, that's how some people see uh, the Muppets faces in the moon or Jesus on a burnt toast or, you know, what have you. Uh, so that's oh, kind of okay. cool. Yeah, you know, it's just shadows. 
uh, that, you know, our brain just picks out these patterns. Now, this could be amplified in the presence of fog or low-flying low clouds, um, you know. And so the shadow uh, cast against clouds are responsible for another uh, infamous illusion known as uh, Brock and Spectre. Now, I say Spinkter. <laughs> I said Spectre. <laughs> the Brock and Spectre. Uh, I think that's German, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, oh, yeah, German locals near the... Uh, Har's Mountains have for centuries reported seeing shadowy figures on the Brocken on the Brocken uh, Peak. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it isn't uh, just to California. See, now we're all kind of learning something <laughs> here. So this is, you know, I, I always thought it was something uh, that was specifically uh, happening here in California. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad we're not the only ones because uh, that would be kind of scary in and of itself. Um, so the, these entities. They're saying could be uh, manifested by shadows casted on clouds, or or in fog that that may be amplified, uh, kind of like a projector. Now I can see that happening, but my mind likes to go into this dark, uh, you know, uh, realm, if you will. I, I like to believe these are spirits of ancestors that that are watching us. Now, is it a good thing that they're watching us or a bad thing? Because they say, you know, according to, to the native uh, folklore, is if you were to approach these entities or go try to find them, uh, that you end up missing and you never come back or never heard of again. Now, huh. knowing this, okay, knowing all that, let's say we go out on a hike out in the Santa Lucia Mountains and we were to happen to see some entities, would you go chase them? Or go try to find them or look for the source of it? Like, honestly. Well, see, so, like, as we're talking about that, the thing that popped up in my head, it reminds me of, you know, the Bigfoot sightings. Mm. Or the, what did they call them? Uh, the Yaogwai, I think they call them. Oh, uh, okay. Because, it, you know, nobody's ever really seen, like, a true definition of the Bigfoot. It's always, like, a quick you know, bodily figure that they right see. a shadow or yeah or something. But yeah, my brain immediately jumped to that when you were talking about you know seeing them up in the hills. But uh, no, to answer your question, no, I wouldn't go out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'd like to be brave and think that I would, but honestly, dude, I, I don't know either, man. You know, and, and um, what got me into this subject. Um, was in our last profession that me and you uh, were working in. Uh, you know, as you know, we, we'd spend a lot of time on properties that, you know, some could be big properties and a lot of them were small properties. And, you know, mm-hmm. nonetheless, though, we were always on our own for a lot of the time. You know, people were at work. We had access to their property. And a couple times, well, I mean, a lot of times, uh, but a, a couple times a week I would be on a property and it didn't really even matter the size of it. But I, a lot of the times I would feel like I was being watched, like, you know, and it wasn't like I know a lot of these properties have cameras and whatnot. It, it wasn't like that. It, it was like as if I were to look up into a window, I would see someone staring back at me. So I would purposely look up, like ex- fully expecting to see something. And of course, there was never nothing there. Uh, but one time, I'm, I'm out in this big, you know, I don't know, it was about half an acre, an acre yard, whatever, big property. And so I'm doing, I'm going along the fence line, and I swear I felt something in the bushes like watching me. And I'm like, damn. Mm. So I go over there. Well, I actually had to go there. You know, I'm, I'm doing the property line. And so I'm spraying. And I see a, a gnome tucked in behind the bush. Like, there was no reason for it to be there. I mean, unless for whatever reason you wanted to hide a gnome, right? 
<laughs> so it got me thinking, like, damn, was this thing alive? You know, like, this so, garden gnome so watching to me? bring that up, I, I know, you know, you're you're Mexican, and I know I've spoken with a few Mexicans that have this belief around gnomes. Do Are you aware? I am not. Fill me in on this. So there is, I, I don't know if it's just to, like, Mexican heritage that this happens to, but the only people I've heard it from are, you know, of Hispanic background. Uh-huh. They believe gnomes hold captured souls. Ooh, snap. And so you're not supposed to make fun of the gnome, disrespect the gnome, or disrespect the house that the gnome is watching, because it's said that, like, the spirit inside of the gnome will come to haunt you. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, see, good thing yeah. I'm always being respectful because, <laughs> you know, they, they something about the gnome, though, you know, it does command respect. No matter how cute they try to make them look or, you know, some look kind of weird, but there's always been something about the gnome. Maybe that's a, a show topic for another episode that we should do because I've had a, a very interesting thing on a walk in my neighborhood about this little door I found in the tree trunk. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> okay, so, you know, could could these uh, entities, these um, dark watchers, could they be something similar to that? Um, so w- from from speaking with other people in the paranormal field, um, I ask about, you ever heard of, the, you know, you've heard of shadow people and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I've asked this, uh, this person, I go, hey, uh, what are shadow people? In your opinion, you know, are they demons? Are they ghosts? You know, what are they? And he said that what it is, is in his belief or his understanding that there's such a lack of, of belief in something, like whether it's a religion or, you know, into a belief in entities. So people are believing less into things, right? So mm-hmm. when they manifest, he said most of his hauntings are like 90%, 99% self-manifesting. Meaning you, in your mind, are creating things in the physical world. You're thinking about something and it's manifesting, right? But he hmm. says, so you see a shadow person because you don't believe in a in a anything. No demon. You don't believe in an angel. You don't believe in Christ or whatever, what have you. So when you manifest it into reality, it's going to be blank because there's nothing for it to base itself on. You know what I mean? And I've heard a, a lot of accounts of, of ghosts that can, you know, whatever you believe it to be is what it's going to look like to you. You know, when mm-hmm. you believe in aliens, it's going to look like an alien or you think it's a an ancestor or look like an ancestor. Now, I'm wondering if these dark watchers are dark because there's two different beliefs maybe manifesting it. Like you have the Native American belief and, and they believe in ancestral history. And then you have uh, the Spanish coming in. I'm assuming they were Catholic. And so these entities, when it wanted to project itself, it didn't know what to do. So it just project, projected itself as just like this dark cloaked figure. I wonder if that's a hmm. possibility. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, that's a good speculation. So I, I, I'm going to go with that. I think I solved the mystery, y'all. Y'all better call <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries and tell them to take this off the list because <laughs> that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> I do believe that there is entities out there watching us. Now, whether they're... That's the thing. Like, I don't know if they're our ancestors, loved ones passed on, because the more I think about it now, I don't know what your adage is on this, but the more I think about it, I don't think any of my ancestors would want to scare me and show themselves to me like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, because I always hear that like, oh, you know, that's my 
grandma or whatever. But, you know, my grandma, she wouldn't want me to see her as a ghost, I don't think. That freaked me out. Yeah, the way it's always been explained to me as far as, you know, like a loved one reaching out to you is it happens in your dreams. Mm. Um, anything that would represent a loved one outside of your dreams right. is something, you know, malevolent. They want you, they want to seem familiar. Mm. That's how it's been explained to me since I was a kid, but. Huh. Well, you know, I've been, I've been near this Santa Lucia mountain range. Apparently that's out by Carmel, uh, San Juan, San uh, Luis Obispo out that way. So, you know, I, I kind of been out, I've been out to Carmel actually not too long ago. Um, it's a, a 140 mile mountain range. It's, uh, you know, Steep coastal slopes and 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 who's going to be hiking out there in the first place? Though I, I could see settlers coming in. Maybe you have to cross these mountains to get here. But like your everyday mm-hmm. Joe, like I mean, I like to hike, but I'm not going to be hiking three mile tall, you know, cliffs. <laughs> so I, I'm cool with that. But uh, have you been out in this area, the Santa Lucia Range? It's out by Carmel. Yeah, I've only driven through it. I've never oh, okay. taken a hike or nothing around there. Yeah, I haven't taken a hike out there either. Uh, I don't think I want to now that I think about it. And Or <laughs> or if I do, because, you know, they're, they're most reported uh, to be seen around twilight and dawn. But who's hiking out that time anyway, honestly? Um, either you're getting ready to bed down or you're getting ready, ready to wake up. So I, uh, I, I'm also curious to see how many um, modern-day sightings there's been. There, I haven't found much on that. But that'd be interesting to see if anybody out there that's listening that's had a recent or know of a within the last what twenty years maybe of some a loved one or yourself experiencing uh, this phenomenon, man, I, that'd be awesome to 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 hear about because honestly, I can't think of anybody uh, recently talking about this phenomenon. I, I mean. Mm-mm. So, that, like I said, this was the first time I heard anything about it. Yeah, you know, and and like I said, the explanations are are, are varied and they're wide. You know, from um, you know people having illusions, or you know they're just tired, or it's infrasound, all these all these things. But also can be you know like oh like infrasound, uh, which can be generated by wind and can cause feelings of uneasiness and anxiety in some people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wonder if I experienced that. We probably all experienced that in one way or another without realizing it. Because there's been times where I just get anxious for no reason. And then I'll, I'll come to a different spot, like whether it be in my house or whatever. And I'm like, damn, I feel totally different here. Maybe the well, Wi-Fi like signal strong. It's like that phenomenon when you have, you know, like head, headphones on and you feel like there's a bunch of shit going on around you. Like you feel like you can hear somebody yelling your name. Oh, you man. take your headphones off and there's nothing going on. Yeah. I forget what the phenomenon is called, but yeah. <laughs> that gave me the chills. I'm about to take off my... <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, um, it's interesting. It's, it's it, it, you know, I, <clears throat> I like to say this is spooky, more spooky in the sense that I can relate to this because I do like to spend a lot of time. It may not look at like it from the outside when you look at my belly, but I do like to get out there and, and go hiking. Uh, what got me into it, though, was anxiety and depression i needed to get out you know i was getting cabin fever you know i just i couldn't figure it out so for whatever reason when i'm in in nature whatever that may be a park or just a trail or whatever i do feel more at ease and it's counterintuitive because i feel more at ease even though i feel like i'm being stalked 
<laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't understand it. It's kind of like, have you ever, you know, been in a park as a kid or even now as an adult and you're just kind of laying under a tree and then you nod off? But it's weird because it's a different kind of sleep. It's not like sleep in your house. It's like you're asleep, yeah. but you're you're fully awake at the same time. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you're like fully aware of your surroundings. Yeah, and it's it's a trip. It's a weird kind of feeling. It's it's kind of like that when I'm out hiking, especially a place I don't know. Like every little thing I start to notice, even smells, temperatures, and uh, changes in temperature. Like all these little things. Like wow, I wouldn't even have thought to think of that. But my body, I, I think it's just ingrained in us. Um, to to be aware of these things, you don't want no cougar, mm-hmm. cougar hopping up behind you. You know what I mean. So, I can see how, especially coming to the new world, um, you're gonna be you're you're um, you're gonna be on high alert. So, I like to believe they're they're entities that are spiritual, but at the same time, I can see how in our minds we could manifest these things. At least, if not physically, at least within our minds. Um, Definitely. But, you know, that still doesn't explain how this goes back generations uh, with the the Chumash people. Yeah, I know. I butchered that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but they, uh, they are Native American people of central and southern coastal regions of California. Um, and and they've reported this story as well that goes way back. You know what I mean? Um, so that, to me, lends some credence as, as to believing that they are spiritual entities man um yeah now i don't know how far you swing on the spectrum uh, how much of a believer you are in in the supernatural um how far do you go with that do you believe there is ghosts and 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 what's the extent to your belief in the spiritual world i believe with a high level of skepticism so i mean obviously there's there's events and things that take place that we uh, don't have scientific reason you know or explanation of mm-hmm. but i mean in, in the same breath a hundred years ago you know there's stuff that we couldn't explain through science that we right. can explain tenfold now so maybe it's just something that we haven't you know broken the seal on but no like i said i i, I believe but with a high level of skepticism you know i yeah well, I I like I, I I like the fact that that at least you're open minded to it, and and I'm also liking the fact that academia in a, in a whole is actually opening up to the paranormal. And I hate using that word, you know, paranormal, but whatever, um, you know, because for 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 a long time it was for fear that they're going to be ridiculed by you know their uh, their their peers, right? And then they weren't going to mm. be taken seriously and and all that drama. But now. You know, they're starting to open up to it, and that's that's a beautiful thing. Uh, I also hate to use that word disclosure because I hate to sound like some <laughs> some conspiracy nut, you know. But uh, I, a friend of mine who's an author, um, Heather Lee, she has been invited to a lot of colleges and, and, and universities to speak on the paranormal. So it's we're moving in the right direction, uh, so to speak, in that sense, which I think is a good thing. Um, but I don't know how you're going to test for for something that you can't um, see or or, or feel or, or whatnot. So um, mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting to see how all that turns out, in my opinion. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's uh, it's it's fun to let my at least for me to let my mind wander um, in the spiritual, whether it's in in, in a religion or or in the paranormal. I kind of like to let my mind wander. So 
brings me back to when we were working in our last field. Doing so was kind of scary, man. There was a lot of times where I was out there like rushing along because I'm like, damn, someone's going to get at me, you know? Someone's mm-hmm. going to pop at me. And it'd just be a chihuahua half the time. But still, <laughs> you know, I'm glad they're small, man. If that was like a 20-pound dog, that'd be vicious. Yeah. I mean, I, I would know. I got bit by a 40-pound you, you dog. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> right on, man. So... What do you think of the topic? What do you think of the dark watchers? I mean, are you a believer in them? Do you think it's uh, just in our mind or 50-50 or how do you feel? Yeah, I, I'm 50-50. You know, I, I can see I, I can see where the stories come from, but I can also see the aspect that, you know, you walk through the house at night and it's dark and your brain thinks there's somebody behind you. you know? <laughs> right. Damn, now I'm going to be scared. Get up to use the restroom. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that one. I I can see how how uh, this can be just our minds. Look, I forgot the pareidolia, um, you know, seeking patterns out and, and and strange things. You know, I can see that happening. But the other side of me is also like, no, they're real. Damn it, <laughs> you know what I mean. So yeah. So yeah. in closing, I guess me and you see eye to eye on this one. I mean, I I, do, I, I can go half and half. I, I don't really have a dog yeah. in the fight in this one. Yeah, no, like I said, it's about even roads. Yeah. Right on, man. So you want to uh, go ahead and close the show out for us? We're about 25 minutes in. Yeah. I mean, hey, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, thanks for coming along for a second episode. Look forward to the next episode where we're going to be talking about um, something a little spookier, you know, in time for Halloween. We're going to be bringing up uh wendigos and skinwalkers Ooh, there you um, go. i know when i talked to jose he hadn't really heard much about them so i figured that was gonna be yeah. the first one for uh for a halloween episode that's gonna be dope but anyways folks thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next peace